We've talked about this before uh, on the show, and I'm a proponent of this. Now, admittedly, pretty naive. I'm not an expert in this field, and uh, I may be completely out to lunch, and I'm sure there's people who would would argue with this, but I've also heard from a lot of people, and we've had a lot of guests on the show talking about if you're really serious about the energy transition, if you're really talking about how you're going to replace fossil fuels and still generate the kind of energy that we need, and you're not talking about nuclear um, we're not even in the same world. You're not going to be able to do it without nuclear energy. It's just, it, that has to be part of the plan, right? Um, well, it's happening slowly but surely. The small modular reactors, you've probably heard of those, SMRs. Our government is involved with them. Saskatchewan is involved with them. They're happening. Um, the the build-out is you know, pretty lengthy. It's going to take a little while. But it was announced this week by the government of Alberta that they will be investing $7 million into a study being conducted by Synovus Energy. They're trying to determine how small modular reactors might be used to generate power in the Alberta oil sands. And um, that's one of the ways it can be used. I mean, it can generate electric. There's all kinds of things that can happen. So let's get a bit of a crash course here in SMRs, what they are and what they can do. We're going to chat with Warren Maybe, who is the director of the Institute for Energy and Environmental Policy at Queen's University. Warren, thank you for joining us. I appreciate your time today. No problem. My pleasure. Let's let's just start there. Let's do a, a crash course in SMRs, if you will. <laughs> what sure. are we talking about when we say small modular reactor? What is that? So the the trick is in the name. Uh, They're meant to be small. So uh, small in this context can still get pretty big. Usually people draw a line at 300 megawatts, which is large, but not nearly as large as the big nuclear reactors that we have here in Ontario or that you see in other places around the world. So smaller than what we've done in the past. The other word, modular, really goes to how they're built. There's a vision that we could build these things kind of in a factory setting. So rather than, you know, a green build where you go in and everyone is a new design and you have to go through all those steps, that you could actually assemble components that were manufactured somewhere else and that that would reduce costs, uh, make it more efficient and make it faster to build these out because we know it takes forever to build nuclear reactors. So small modular reactors are smaller and put together from different parts. Gotcha. Okay, and there's a couple of things that I want to pull apart. First of all, effectiveness. Like, what, What's the reasonable expectation from these SMRs? What kind of power generation are we talking about here? Well, as I say, it could be up to 300 megawatts. There are versions of small modular that are actually micro-modular. They're more like okay. 5 megawatts, so they could be uh, used for kind of a community or, or maybe for a mining operation. Uh, And there's a wide range in between. You know, this is early days with these technologies. Lots of different scales people are looking at. Um, And you mentioned the other uh, thing, uh, the timeline. That's a bit of an issue, right? They they, they take a long time. Like when we talk about these SMRs as to when they're up and running and, you know, fully productive, what is the timeline for one of these? So to build one right now, because we don't have factories to build the parts, we don't have, you know, a production system in place. I think that you're looking at anywhere from seven years to a decade starting today, you know, okay. uh, starting to put together all of your plans. There are modular reactors, small modular reactor designs out there that can be bought. There are companies like GE and others that can come in and help put them together. Uh, but it still takes a long time to get all the permits uh, and, and to do all the work. Um 
Now, when we talk about nuclear generators, reactors, all these sorts of things, I mean, people get nervous, right? I mean, anybody who watched the Chernobyl miniseries gets nervous, but we're not talking about... These are different, right? I mean, it's not the same situation anymore, is it? Well, it is and it isn't. I mean, nuclear reactors have some inherent risks, mostly to do with uh, the waste that is generated and, and how you manage that waste over time. Um, with Chernobyl uh, and with Fukushima, uh, the two big accidents that people tend to think about, those are meltdown situations. That's when there's fuel in the core and you lose the ability to cool the core and so the reaction just takes off and, mm-hmm. and goes. Small modular reactor designs uh, are meant to minimize that risk. So there's not as much fuel there. So the risk of a runaway reaction is just much more limited. A lot of the designs that people have talked about are also sort of self-contained, so you don't generate waste that has to be you know, taken out and stored on site. The waste is actually stored in the reactors themselves, and then when they reach the end of their operating life, which might be 20 years or you know, something like that, then that whole component can be taken away to another site for disposal. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Now, in this case, we're talking about... Um, oil sands operation, powering up oil sands operations using, uh, using these SMRs. Yep. Uh, um, feasible in, in your mind? Is this the kind of project where an SMR might be exactly what we need? It, it could be. You know, one of the things about nuclear reactors is that they generate a lot of heat. Uh, really, the way that they operate is the reaction itself uh, with the uranium, you know, in the, the reactor core, generate tons of heat. And then we use that to turn water into steam and we use the steam to power turbines. But there's a lot of heat lost in that process. A lot of people have talked about how to better keep that heat and how to use it. What we know about a lot of oil sands operations, particularly upgrader facilities, things like that, is that you need a lot of heat. You need process steam in order to be able to do some of that work. Uh, So there's a nice match between nuclear technologies and what the energy needs are actually on site in the oil sands. Doing some reading prior to the interview here, and I heard some people saying, well, if you're going to be generating power to power the oil sands to generate power, just cut out the middleman. Why don't you just supply the power that way? I mean, is is there a case to be made there that why are we doing it that way? Well, certainly that's going to be one of the first questions I think that people are going to ask. And, And it's a good question. You know, if we can generate nuclear power, why not just use that power, you know, for, say, electric vehicles or for, uh, you know, other energy applications? And in a way, I think that there's there's some validity to that argument. You know, I think that uh, we have to really plan our energy transition. We need to understand where energy will be coming from and how we're working to decarbonize Having said that, you know, in a lot of futures that I can imagine, there's still a role for oil. You know, how we use the oil and, you know, what kind of products it goes into and how we manage the emissions associated with it, that does need to be spelled out. You know, that goes to companies like Sonovus who are trying to envision that future right now. Um, But there still may be a need to get the oil, and if you need to get the oil, then the reactors can be a good part of that solution. And part of it, like you say, obviously there's a lot of uncertainty, not uncertainty, but you know, waiting to see how this might exactly work once it's fully developed. Um, that's what these studies 
I mean, the benefit alone, just in what we're going to learn with this kind of study, this kind, this is exactly what we need to be doing, isn't it? I think so. And and one of the nice things is that it kind of brings Alberta into the fold uh, with other provinces like Saskatchewan, like Ontario, like New Brunswick, that are already starting to explore small modular reactors as part of an energy future. So, you know, one of the things that I find really heartening about this project is that, you know, there's going to be more information available to all Canadians about what the suitable applications are for these technologies, what the risks are, what the challenges are, how to best manage all that. Uh, We need a lot of information going forward. You know, you said in your intro, uh, you think we gotta be thinking about nuclear, and I would agree. Mm -hmm. It's one of the most powerful tools that we have in our toolbox. There's a lot of concerns about it though, and these types of studies can help us to put those concerns to rest. Exactly. We're only going to do it by trying it. Uh, Warren, great insight. Thank you so much for being here today. I really appreciate your time. Not a problem. Thanks for having me. You bet. That's Warren Maybe, who is um, an expert in this particular realm. He's the director of the Institute for Energy and Environmental Policy at Queen's University. And listen, I mean, I know that there's hesitation and there's concern, and there always will be when it comes to nuclear. I get that. But at the same time, it's a different world. It's a different time. And I think a lot of those risks have been alleviated. Like, you know, we've had many guests on talking about this and and talking about the changes that have happened in the industry. So studies like this, I think, might answer a lot of the questions that are out there. And if if we're going to try and generate enough power to replace fossil fuels, energy, not power, energy, if we're going to try and come up with enough energy and you're not going to include this component in it, you're not going to get there. At least that's what I've been told by it. Like I say, I'm not an expert in this. Uh, I can only tell you what we've heard from so many people who are, including Warren, saying, yeah, this is, this is one of the best tools we have to help us achieve our goals.